0: Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple-check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome
1: to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. I'm Ola. I'm here with G. Hello. Hello and betty hi and we have the amazing honey andrews joining us how are you honey i'm great thank you how are you yeah i'm good how are you too yeah you?
0: pretty good pretty good yeah, yeah.
1: trucking along sun shining life. reading books
0: yeah doing reading books doesn't get much better than that that's no. all we do here
1: it's just that read is books. Only We don't we do. have any other jobs. <laughs> we just sit there and we read all day long and create one hour of content for you guys. Congratulations. Welcome. Sounds like a good life. It's amazing. Um, okay. So Honey Andrews is releasing a book shortly. Well, I will just say Honey Andrews is a friend of the podcast. This is an author who we actually know personally. So um, I met honey because of the podcast I think mm-hmm. I actually don't yeah. remember
2: yeah yes. um we so you had posted something about the podcast on the bang book club um and for some reason I was trying to follow you guys on Instagram and it glitched so I sent you a message and uh everything kind of just spiraled out from there
1: <laughs> yeah became best friends immediately
2: yeah, I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> yeah, it's quite hard no to become friends with Ola. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know how that happened.
1: <laughs> I will say, you have been mentioned in the podcast several times before because you have helped me on so many dating apps, it's not even funny.
2: <laughs> I am happy to help, always.
0: Yeah. Honey Andrews, smart writer and serial data.
1: <laughs> Gosh, let's do it. Don't forget for Fatale, we love this. yeah so you have a new book coming out just my blood type when is that coming out uh so just my blood type right now the pre-order date is set for the
2: 14th of october but i'm hoping to drag it back to the 7th fingers crossed um so it's mostly just about seeing how it goes how fast i can get through all the editing and the formatting and whatnot
1: it's so good i loved it we read it pre-edited but it was still amazing
2: I'm so glad you liked it I didn't um, think you would like it to be honest like I didn't know about Betty and me Mungie, but yeah no I didn't I thought you'd fucking hate it actually because <laughs> I, oh, know I, know I know already thing... spoke
1: to you about this
2: no I know but I, I know you have a thing third party, about
1: third person writing but I really like the story
2: um I know you have a thing about um parental trauma I don't want to give too many spoilers <laughs> so when I wrote it I remember writing the scenes where we were talking about yeah a little bit a little bit um so I remember writing those scenes and thinking to myself oh my god Ola's gonna fucking hate this it's going to be fantastic to make her read this because she's gonna hate it (laughs) 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 but I do hope that you you know I actually really
1: really liked it I think the difference was is that like I think the difference was like the mother wasn't involved, like openly mm. involved in like murdering people out on the street. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not like so not <laughs> I think <right>. that's like <laughs> that's made a huge difference. But let's ask you some questions. All right. Are you ready? Go. I'm prepared for this. I'm so prepared. Honey Andrews, how did you get into writing romance? Oh, fuck. Um, To be honest, I
2: can't remember. (laughs) I can't actually remember what got me into it. Um, I always read a lot, mostly stuff that I absolutely should not have been reading, mind you. Um, But I discovered Wattpad my freshman year of high school, and I'm pretty sure that one day
1: I just kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) Fucking rip it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Got to rip head whenever you can. <sighs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure that one day I just read something and said to myself, Hey, this is shit. I can do better than that. Um, <laughs> just keep in mind, like, I mean, these, these were things that were written by 12, 13, 14-year-old girls and I was around that age too. So uh, I started writing on Wattpad, mostly like really shitty werewolf fics that are still up there, unfortunately. Um, And I did that all throughout high school. Uh, I let it go by the time I was at university. By then, I thought the only books I'd be writing in the future were like self-help stuff because my degree was in psychology. And fun fact, I actually wanted to be a marriage and family counselor. Um, But then COVID came around and my mental health was absolute crap. And I sort of just started writing again. And a few months after I graduated, I had written Death's Destiny. And I guess that was that. Oh
1: Death's Destiny. It's so good. I'm so glad you liked it. That's a great that was, story. Like... I think I'm the only person here who has not read anything on Wattpad.
0: Dude, that's just I mean, you're not missing out that much. Nah, Wattpad was like, it was like, it created so many, like, young girls, I reckon. I reckon, no, like, my did. entire personality sure. can be attributed to Wattpad.
1: <laughs> I actually believe that. <laughs> yeah. In a <our> conversation <laughs> that Honey was saying yesterday, she's like, I feel like if I bring up Wattpad, G is going to ask me about... What is it? Dremoni. Dramonium. Dramini. And yeah. I was like, yeah, probably. Because that is how I imagine you, the amount of conversations we've had about Dramini, to the point where we actually got Betty to read Harry Potter so that she could understand yeah, well, the Dramini Let's be fanfic. yeah, well,
0: we also need to like just bring just from this specific case, so just imagine the scene in your mind. You grew up in England where harry potter is based and you were a child at the right time of harry potter coming out all of your friends read harry potter the whole country was going crazy over it and you did not read harry potter that's betty she just like she didn't read harry potter until fucking this year she's
2: english she should have read it i didn't read harry potter till last year
1: (gasps) yeah but you're in dubai it doesn't count
2: No, I grew up in in the States. I grew up in the States. My brother was sort of, uh, so he's three years older than me, and he was around at the time of, you know, when uh, all the books were coming out. So my mom used to read them with him, but I don't know. I just never got into them. Uh, I watched all the movies, and then during the pandemic, I was finally like, you know what? It's available on Kindle Unlimited. Let me just try it out. And It was available
1: on Kindle Unlimited.
2: For a while during the pandemic, yeah. So I was like, "Fuck it, I may as well." Um, obviously, it was interesting. I, I think it might be the only book or the only series of books where I can genuinely say I think I actually like the movies better. Um, oh, really controversial. Oh, that's controversial okay. AF. But maybe that's just because I like grew up watching the movies. But I did wa- uh, read my first fan um, fanfic, like a few months ago, it was called uh, Remain Nameless. It's on Archive. Oh my URL. God, I love that one. Oh my God, that's <laughs> so a good, so one. good. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. words. <laughs> I've read it like three times now and it's only been yeah. like, two months. It's like 300,000 words of absolute, just like chef's kiss. Like I I don't know who the fuck wrote that, but whoever did, God bless them. Like Dude, they- There's
0: something about fan fiction, like specifically Jermaine fan fiction. Mm -hmm. these fanfics are like better than so many books that I've actually read like they're Mm -hmm. amazing what people can fucking do (laughs) like honestly,
2: it just works so well yeah no and you can really see how much like passion they put into it especially when it comes to stuff like like I get you know you grow up and you live your entire life reading these series and whatnot um but something like Remain nameless," where it's just so sweet and it's the story of like two people who are suffering from a lot of different trauma kind of coming together and Jesus. healing together. Like I spent the entire time like, I love this. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs>
0: That's another weird thing as well. Why are all fan fictions like more than 200,000 words? Like they're all Dude, so know, fucking long.
2: I'm... I am here for it. I am so here. I love <laughs> long books. Like, if they are good, if they're like slow burn and like super sweet, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I'll need to link you a bunch of Germani fanfics. Oh, God, please fan do. Fix.
2: Please.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> now that that's out of the way, we just what need a dating at the moment, honey. <laughs>
2: Sorry.
1: No, don't be. Wait, what, what am reading I reading at, at
2: the moment? moment? Yeah. Oh, God. Um,. let me take a look so I started something last night um, and it was like it was good I haven't gotten that far into it let me find it real quick it is called uh, Icebreaker part of the UCMH series by um, Hannah Grace Um, so it's it's good it's a sports romance I like it Um, but it's just kind of something I picked up last night um and in the last two weeks like
1: kindle surfing i love going yeah pretty much it's just it was
2: it was like the first one in like my discover section um but in the last two weeks i've read the first four books in the throne of last series the second third fourth and i believe fifth book in the court of thorns and roses series a bunch of heather Guerre books a few ruby dixon rereads and probably a couple other things as well because i stress read nice so
1: it's it's been a busy (laughs) week I'm interviewing you gee do you want to take over
0: (laughs) because I fucking I love I love Sarah J Marsh she's like one of my favorite authors that was like part of the reason why I got into smart was because I read Throne of I literally I was going on this kick where I was like I'm gonna read all of the young adult fantasy that I didn't read when I was a teenager so I was like throwing a glass mm-hmm. that was like a big one it's been around for a while and then like book three or four it starts to get real smutty and I was like uh-huh. yeah this is my new thing this is what I'm into fairy porn mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah
1: that's, oh that's I me. love me some fairy porn
0: <laughs> it's like she writes it so well though She's like, there was thunder and lightning and the world shook when they orgasmed because their is, they're fairies, they so magical.
2: But like the issue with that, I think is that like one time is great, but then if there's like thunder and lightning every time they fuck, it kind of gets, it gets really old. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, everyone's going to always know when you're sleeping because you're suddenly just like not, it's not even you're shaking the bed, you're shaking the goddamn sky. I bet everyone in your entire village is like, for fuck's sake, just just be done with it already. Like we don't need any more rain. What about our damn crops? you know
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man
1: nice. i was gonna ask you what's your favorite current book oh god um Culti by. or mariana favorite zapata. current author mariana zapata or heather
2: Goer. culty by mariana zapata is like i was oh just god, talking you to told somebody me this about
1: this and then i was Yo, gonna I read k- it but i heard that the burn was just so slow like it's one of the (laughs) slowest burning books ever written it is
2: it's it's 500 pages and they do not have sex until like two chapters away from the end it is super super slow burn it's so good no it's so good like you come to love their relationship like that's that's kind of like mz's what's the word um uh like this is what she does you know all of her books are super slow burn and some of them are just They are downright religious experiences. Like the first time I read Culti, I think I spent most of the, what, seven hours it took just screaming into my pillow because it was so fucking good. Um, And honestly, if you have the time and you have the patience, I would highly suggest a Mariana Zapata book because if you pick up one, like you're going to pick up all of them and then you're going to have such a bad book home, book hangover that you're going to read them all all over again the following week because you just cannot live without them. It's it's an addiction. Like it could be heroin, so it could be worse, but it's still an addiction.
0: That's <laughs> what we live be for. Heroin. <laughs> it's literally what we live for. Like without without fucking books, who then knows who knows what we'd be doing. Like we really oh, like to know, be I... addicted.
1: Honestly, no. like We're addicted uh, to it, books. Yeah. Sure.
2: That thick dick. Um, That fictional.
1: Whoa. (laughs)
2: That velvet wrap steel. It was soft. hard. hard. No, I know. Like, okay, so I I made a TikTok yesterday. I don't even know if it like actually posted because my wife, I was being stupid. But I was like, okay, so they always, all these authors are always saying velvet wrap steels. So I got like a butter knife and I wrapped it in like a velvet <laughs> sleeve and I held it up and I was just like, what the fuck is this? I wouldn't want this inside of me. Like, who
1: would want this inside Dude, of them? What but the still- hell? <laughs> no, it's just- Why do you have velvet? I-
2: I don't, it was, like, my mom had like a, sh- a shirt that was like made out of velvet. I specifically asked her, I was like, do you have something velvet? I need to like try something. And she was like, uh, the
1: fuck? Okay. Out of this <laughs> so group, I just, like, if I asked somebody if they had velvet, I'd be asking G.
0: I have yeah. a lot of velvet. Yeah,
1: no, I believe um, yeah. that. I
2: don't think I
0: have any in the room with me right now, but I love
1: That's velvet. unfortunate.
0: <laughs> I
2: mean, it's, it's very soft. I don't know what there isn't to love. Um, It just doesn't feel anything like a dick, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always find it confusing when they use the words soft and hard in the same sentence. They'll be like, it was the hardest, softest thing on earth. Or like, it was the softest hard thing on earth. <laughs> it's just so confusing.
2: I know, it's... it's uh, gosh, I don't know. Either it's soft or hard. Pick up your damn mind, man. Oh, dude, smooth I Smooth and wait, hard let's... works. Yeah, smooth and hard <laughs> works, yeah. Smooth and hard, yeah, smooth... Just like on
0: this note, I was talking, I was reading a book a little while ago. It was like a best friend's dad age gap romance one and I was messaging Betty about it and I sent her like a screenshot of what was going on and oh my god, it was like, it was like so dirty and I was like, ooh, like it made me go like, like because it was almost too dirty. Like I couldn't decide whether I was to like cringe. Star. No, it wasn't. It was, I can't remember. Oh, it was called, um. oh my god, what was it called? It was called like 18 something. She was 18, he was like 38
1: anyway was, it, wait, was, it birthday girl? was it no it birthday wasn't birthday girl? girl i do love birthday girl okay. this
0: was i know the author the author was saffron a kent and it's part of her heartstone series but i can't remember what the was the second one in the heartstone series
2: um i can't say and he says it. this
0: thing like she's she starts talking about like dicks and about how like she's like not a kid because she can say the word dick and he starts talking about like do I look like a boy to you and she's like no and he's like what do I look like and she's like you look like a man and she's like yeah I don't and he's like yeah I don't have a dick I have a cock and
1: I was like oh Oh, (laughs) like like,
0: I was like so stuck between like wanting to cringe but also loving it at the same time so I just made this noise (sighs) and then I screenshot it and sent it to Beanie (laughs) because I was like I can't do this. When oh things like God. that
1: happen like my body physically reacts with like a twitch or something. Like that I That literally can't. happened. Right? Oh.
2: Like, I like I I'll just I be just sitting like there. It's like a weird
0: little turtle thing.
2: Oh, exactly. Yes, I'll just be sitting there and reading and suddenly like it'll be the like the middle of the night, pitch dark in my room and I'll be, I'll just be reading and suddenly I'll read something and say out loud to myself, "I really don't like this." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: The amount it's of times uh, where I've read a book and I've just been like, uh, because I really <laughs> was just like, no, it's too much. I'm like, uh, that's like my no- my go to no noise.
2: Ugh. Yeah, that's lovely. Think, okay, yeah, let's talk about that, honey
1: and not dicks.
2: But dicks are so much fun. How do you they separate mean. honey from dicks? Exactly. She There's writes no smart. I <laughs> honestly
1: thought thing. that you were talking about honey as in honey. Oh my God. Honey, like, <laughs> like, I don't know how you get a honey <laughs> off a dick. I don't know. Have a shower.
0: <laughs> but that's not very
1: creative. Come no, on, no, it's not. Look Sorry. it up. Thank okay. you. Okay. Honey. honey, Andrews, can you please give What's us a up? brief overview of Death's Destiny?
2: Okay. Uh, where to begin? So, in mythology, uh, the Greek pantheon was sort of just a fuck ton of chaotic evil. Um and Smut novels love to romanticize romanticize chaotic evil, sorry, uh, which is cool, you know, whatever you're into and all that jazz. Um, but I like the idea of redemption. So as the story goes, uh, the fates got sick of the Olympians and their shit, and to stop them from making more of a mess, they bound their powers and put them all to sleep. So Hades wakes up maybe 2,000 years later. Um, once the fates have righted everything, only to discover that he still doesn't have his power. Uh, He needs to earn it. And the challenge that the fates give him to prove that he's worthy is Destina, a very normal, nice human, recent IT graduate, Um, super just average,
1: and uh, he needs to get her to fall (laughs) in love with him. I love how she's just average. That makes it perfect. And what inspired you to write a Hades love story for your first book?
2: Well, it's not really that interesting. Um, I was kind of just laying in bed one night uh, during my final year of college, and I thought the world was ending because it was like the middle of COVID and everything was a goddamn mess. Um, And I just kind of randomly thought to myself, hey, what if you wrote a story about a girl who accidentally summoned death? Like, that's totally normal and indicative of a well-adjusted human, right? (laughs) Um, But it kind of came out of
1: nowhere and sort of just spiraled. How did you come up with Destina? With Destin?
2: Oh, there was there was a girl in my form class, like my homeroom when I was in high school, called Destina, um, and I don't know, I just always liked her name, and it kind of matched Destina Destiny, so I used it, um, and now I'm just kind of hoping that she like never hears this or anything like that because we didn't actually <laughs> know each other. <laughs> I think it's really <laughs> fucking weird that I used her name. <laughs>
1: And we want to know, why didn't you go Hades and Persephone? You and I have had this argument before.
2: Um, Well, I think the have we had this argument before? We have,
1: because I've questioned you several (laughs) times. I'm like, I don't get it. Why not? And you're like, it's his niece. And I'm like, but no.
2: no. Okay. So like the OG, the OG Hades Persephone story is phenomenal. Like the original grumpy sunshine romance. And that's great. What's not to like, Mm. but I didn't want to pair Hades with another's with another goddess whose light would temper his darkness, kind of like the quintessential story. I wanted to pair him with someone who would broaden his horizons and help him realize that he could be his own light or he could bring light to someone else's life, someone who needed it. That, and again, like you said, Persephone is Hades' niece twice over oh God, I think he I is his nephew. sister's no i think you said niece um he is he is she is his sister's daughter and his brother's daughter and that if that doesn't give you the ick then honey like i i don't know what to say <laughs> 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 because that's just it's just icky i couldn't i couldn't deal with that that's not for me yeah there's, it's not there's greeks thing. eh those,
1: blood
2: those is ancient greeks ass. honestly
1: I did like how in the book you kind of did mention Hades and Persephones in a relationship, but like in a different way, like as rumors. Mm-hmm. So that it's still kind of touched on that whole Hades and Persephones vibe. But like yeah, not I mean, in a good way. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, because I mean if you do look at the original story, like obviously people romanticize it, but there are a lot of different adaptations of it, and one of them is that the reason why, um, uh, Persephone had to go to the underworld with Hades or had, had to stay in the underworld was yes because she ate the pomegranate seed. But there is a lot of people who think that the pomegranate seed is a metaphor for something quite dark. Um, so, yeah. Honestly, I just, just thought ate it was best to. Seed. Yeah, that's a possibility. <laughs>
0: Being an just made the most disgusted faces.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my God.
0: I
1: hate the <laughs> you know, word just... seed. Seed. I don't understand why it can't just be like come or whatever else and it's like I that gave her like, my seed. It's like Yeah,
0: Fuck. I prefer I would prefer it to be called like spunk.
1: No like, <laughs> other than seed. No. I
0: like the word spunk. I like it. Poor it Betty. Like... She's not
1: feeling well today, and now we're just gonna keep adding to it.
0: Yeah, Betty's like you okay? She's nauseous.
1: <laughs> She's been nauseous Aww. all day long. And now Aww g's talking about spunk oh god
2: i'm <laughs> licking honey off dicks <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with that to...
2: i don't know if i was nauseous i wouldn't want to dick anywhere near me i mean yeah, i'm not nauseous true. right now and i still don't want to dick anywhere near
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> i can respect that okay now what was it like publishing your first book tell us everything okay you were so fucking it's... stressed which was fair I'm,
2: enough. It was it was busy. It was very busy. I like I had done my research, but I don't feel like I really knew what I was supposed to be doing. Like I understood the semantics of it. I understood how to set everything up on um, Kindle Unlimited and on Amazon. And I understood how to, in in theory, I understood how to make a social media account and start you know building my audience. But in practice. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I was like, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, and at the very last minute, all of my beta readers were, like, busy, like, because these were, like, people that I was friends with. So they were, you know, having, like, law school exams, medical school exams, freaking, like, family issues. And you know, there was, like, stuff going on in their lives. And, like, obviously, I'm not upset with them that they couldn't do yeah, it.
1: Bad luck with beta readers.
2: No, I mean, that was, that was just that time. That was the only time. Um, this time actually went really, really well. My beta readers have been phenomenal. I am so blessed to have them. Um, but the first time, you know, all of them kind of at the last minute were like, hey, so we can't beta read. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Not a big deal. Thank you for letting me know. Um, and then I panicked my way onto the Bang Book Club and made a post asking if anybody wanted a beta read for me. And the next morning when I woke up, or shall I say like five hours later, when I woke up, I had 300 messages in my inbox and I went through every single one of them. Um, So it was just really, really busy. And then by the time I published, I was just super burnt out. And honestly, all throughout June and July, I don't really think I did much of anything, which isn't great because then it meant that because I was trying to meet the deadline to have the book ready the new book ready for you guys um I spent the last two weeks writing the second half of the book, so 15 chapters and that was just a fucking mess <laughs> um but yeah publishing my first book was an experience and I think now I have enough information or more information at least so that I can do it do a better job of it this time than I did last time and it's a learning process you know
1: you sounded less stressed this time than you did last time when you were doing it like you were like it's just gonna happen as it goes along but what were you doing in June and July you were playing words with friends and absolutely fucking destroying me
2: that's because you're shit at it I <laughs> am you really are I mean come and on and then pick I tried to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god did you actually <laughs> Did you actually? No, I
1: didn't. But I thought about it. And then I was like, you know what? I just don't I mean, have the least... energy to play words with friends with a fucking author.
2: At least if you cheated, <laughs> you, you might have been some sort of competition. Like, come on, make it interesting for me.
1: <laughs> some
0: sh- I remember you talking about that. I just that I remember you got like, this is the worst decision I've ever made. Why the it's... fuck would I play words with friends with an author? Like, this is yeah, just, I know. stupid. So <laughs>
1: fucking stupid. And now I've got three people giving me shit on a podcast instead of two. somehow it just everyone shits on Ola, but that's fine now oh um, self-deprecation is not cool okay tell me about your new book
2: okay um so just my blood type is a bit of a nod, I guess, to my early reading and writing habits. Um, I actually started it before I began Death Destiny, and it was just kind of one of those random ideas I would write out and then leave in my Google Drive or whatever. Um, but I feel like my journey with reading really kicked off with Vampire Girl, uh, vampires. I was a Twilight girl <laughs> through and through. Um, funny story, actually. When I was reading Breaking Dawn for the first time, I must have been like 10, um, I had... Henna in my hair. Do you guys know what henna is? It's like a natural mm-hmm. hair dye. I used
1: to, yeah. yeah. So I had
2: henna in my hair, and it was like you know, I'm nine or I'm ten, and I'm so cool. I'm gonna have like a red tinge to my hair. I was reading Breaking Dawn. I got so engrossed in the book that I forgot to wash it out in the allocated time, and my hair was bright fucking orange. Like, I'm talking <laughs> oh, like no. like like a tangerine. And my mother made me go to school the next day, so that was great. Um, <laughs> Life, but anyways,
1: with girls who record. Right? <laughs>
2: honestly but anyway so the idea behind just my blood type is that we have diana who comes from a race of sort of raw elemental magic users called casters um so diana grew up thinking that she was a caster going to school with other casters and shifters etc only to realize like just before she's 18 that she's not a caster she takes after her father who's a vampire And because of that, she's tossed into a bunch of new and unfamiliar situations, a new school and a new culture. And she's paired up with this really stiff German dude called Felix, because apparently she needs to drink somebody's blood now. Um, And yeah, it's, it's a sweet, cozy urban fantasy romance. And I think it fits decently well with the whole Halloween season vibe, which was kind of what
1: I was going for. Yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. I'm surprised that. you thought I wasn't going to like it. Well,
2: you're a hard not woman really, to please. But you. I did
1: actually really love it. It was really good. Your um, descriptive language is insane. Thank you. Like, honestly, you know how to world build like insanely. Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much.
1: No worries. And um, how did you come up with like this fantastical world full of shifters casters and vampires
2: do you want the pretty answer or the honest answer
1: the honest <laughs>
2: i have no fucking idea what's I the pretty the answer I... <laughs> so i had the idea <laughs> i had the idea for just my blood type maybe like a year or two ago and it evolved so much since then that I don't actually remember where the initial idea came from. I just sort of had this like 15 page draft on my computer that talked about casters, shifters and vampires. Um, My best guess is that I probably got it from some sort of crazy dream. Uh, Don't
1: you normally dream your ideas?
2: Yeah, I have like a really weird vivid subconscious um, and that tends to be where most of my story ideas come from. So it's most likely that it came from a dream, but if it did it happened like so long ago that i don't actually remember it how crazy is that <laughs> that's yeah coming that's up with your weird. book ideas in a dream hashtag mary shelley vibes frankenstein was yeah. a dream
1: yeah true and will we be seeing more felix and diana i really want yes to. oh we will yes
2: so yeah there's definitely going to be more diana and felix coming but they're going to be sub characters instead of mer- main characters um I don't want to give too many spoilers um but the book left off at a don't sort even of try. It.
1: tell us everything
2: the book left <laughs> off at a sort of turning point for the supernatural races especially yeah. vampires and in the next book we're going to be looking deeper into what it's like to have augustine a little bit more
1: diverse right so do you have any other books coming up any oh, other new series so books
2: um, so I know. I've got a bunch of <laughs> I've got a bunch of contemporary stuff planned because um, I love contemporary just as much as I love fantasy. Um, but I'm going to be focusing I think predominantly on my fantasy for right now. So I've got the next two books in the Augustine series and the next two books in the Olympian series already planned, and I'm hoping that will take no more than maybe like a year and a half to get all of that done. And then afterwards. Um, I can start on my contemporary series, which is just like a bunch of books that all kind of like interlink that I've been sitting in my um, Google Drive for the last one to five years. So it, it, it'll be about time for me to kind of hash out these ideas. Um, but you you actually, wait, you helped me with the cover for one.
1: That's cool.
2: Ola, Ola, you helped me with the cover I for one. You the you... cover for two. No, but I mean for one, um, with
1: one of my contemporary of
2: ones yeah yeah no you helped me with both covers one.
1: I did yeah yeah because you sent mm-hmm. it to me and I was like this needs to be fixed
2: yeah because at that point
1: that was <laughs> that's our friendship she sends bad. me stuff and I'm like no I'm
2: like fucking help me like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing um but at that point I was thinking that I would write I would like focus on that piece and um write that instead of just my blood type but then I ended up doing just my blood type instead so yeah don't worry it'll come out eventually y'all just have to be
1: patient Mm -mm. i actually want to ask about felix being a virgin and lasting a minute and a half normally in books when you Mm -hmm. read about virgin guys they're like he was different than everyone else and he lasted 15 minutes and it was amazing but in your book it was like he only lasted a minute and a half why did you decide to go down that route
2: all right, let's be real. I don't know a single guy who lasted more than five minutes his first time. No matter how much he wanted to do all of that, five you know, 14-hour contortionist bullshit. Like, it's just not a thing. <laughs> especially especially not after weeks of, like, low-grade foreplay and, like, close proximity. It's, it's not a thing. Um, and even though I write fantasy, which is, of course, by definition, like, fantastical, um, I like to try and keep things as real as possible. Uh, Real feelings, real thoughts, real interactions, and that includes Felix being a one-pump jump. But he did get Diana off quite splendidly beforehand. He He got Diana off quite. Yeah, so he. But I love how you were
1: like he can't get his stamina going in five days, so he's still really quick.
2: These things take time. (laughs) These things take time, but he at least finishes her off first, and you know, possibly multiple times. Honestly, I think as long as he. As long as he's good to her, that's what matters. Um, 100%. But also, like, when you're in a shower and you don't want to waste water, or when your mother is going to be home any minute, and you're at a par- or you're at a party, like you don't want that fourteen hour bullshit. Like you want quick and dirty. Like get it fucking <laughs> over with because I don't want to get caught. You know. Oh, but,
1: um, those teenage, yeah. those teenage days. So, um, if you could marry Felix or. Hades, who would it be?
2: <sighs> Probably Hades. I dated enough Felixes in my teens.
0: Um love <laughs> <laughs> grumpy German. Five yeah,
2: no, no, legit. <laughs> like, like I'm all for shy guys. I mean, it's always the quiet ones. You know what I mean? Um, but when I wrote, when I wrote Hades, I wrote him based on exactly what I had wanted at that time, and I don't think it gets that much better than that
0: nice nice good taste yeah
2: he's I mean you can't go wrong with with a death deity like you really can't he's just I love that he wasn't cruel
1: yeah Mm. I love that you were like um I'm reading all these romances and these guys are so cruel to these women and then they fall in love and he didn't like go down that path
2: yeah I mean like I'm all for dark romance and all that jazz but what about like marshmallow guys I like me my marshmallow guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, Misunderstood guys.
2: Exactly. Redemption and people that are actually like decent people with healthy relationships. I mean, like I said before, I was originally planning on being a marriage and family counselor. My entire degree was essentially in healthy relationships. I did my dissertation on the formation and maintenance of romantic relationships. So it's kind of impossible for me to be like oh he calls her a whore and she fell in love with him like bitch what kind of <laughs> where is your self-respect you know
0: what so. are you doing now are you are you full-time writing now or are you at this point I is am. that it yeah nice yeah I mean
2: I so right after I graduated um I worked for a media company. I was doing script writing um, part-time and that was like fun and it worked, whatever. Um, And then I was doing some marketing for a different company. And at some point I was just like, you know what, like my mental health is still a shit show. Um, You know, graduating during COVID was hard. (laughs) Um, I'm working, but I'm not enjoying anything that I'm doing. Um, Let me just finish up my projects and then take a year to see what I want to do and then I got through this year or I'm almost through this year and I've published almost two books now so at this point my parents are like you know what it's fine you know you're 23 you can do what the hell you want if you at this point if you decide you don't want to be an author anymore which I highly doubt um I can always just go to grad school and I won't have a gap in my employment or anything like that but i think this is what i want to do i think this is what i wanted to do for a long time but maybe was too afraid to do when i was younger if that makes sense so yeah fuck desk jobs man i'm just gonna write romance like give me all that smut no (laughs) i feel like
0: that's like a a real thing though because it's like going into like a creative industry that might not be as like traditional or as traditionally secure as other careers can be super scary
2: yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, when you're younger, especially, like I, so I used to write on Wattpad and, you know, I don't think I really told many people about that. A few of my friends, I didn't tell my parents, obviously, um, I was writing fucking werewolf porn, um, <laughs> but <laughs> at one point, I think, a, my, I, have a, I come from a really religious conservative family, so that would not go over well um but I think I must have told a friend and a friend of mine said to my mom at one point oh have you read honey's book and my mom was like wait what and I was like ah fuck 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 (laughs) um but eventually it kind of eased into a conversation of oh you can't be an author that's like I mean that's not that's not reliable that's not something that you can use to take care of yourself and so I was kind of like okay you know this is something I can do for fun and then i'll have a job that is you know more traditional and then after covid i was like fuck traditional fuck the world as it is fuck everything gen z is the only generation that really has anything going on at this point because the world is just fucked if i want to be a goddamn writer and write about people sucking dicks and fucking i don't know monsters like i'm gonna fucking do it <laughs> and that's it so no, I, fuck sorry you that, that, you that sounded passion. really angry no i loved <laughs> that it, really it was good <laughs>
0: Um, well, we for one are thrilled that you. Yeah,
1: we are. I am, I'm,
2: I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. It kind of was weird for me though,
1: like reading your sex scenes because I'm like, this is what Honey is thinking because I know you. <laughs> but like, I really enjoyed it at the same time. I'm like that dirty bitch. I love her.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you were the one who said that you felt like a voyeur. Did you feel like you were watching me?
1: Kind of, probably. I think it's oh. different because I know you—not watching you, but like watching your thoughts.
2: Well hey, get into my head. It's a it's a nasty yeah. person here, but like it's if fun, you don't know so. the author,
1: you're like, whatever, that person doesn't exist. It's like in the ether. Yeah. But it was mm-hmm. real up close and personal.
2: Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm I'm no, but sure I I've loved shared it. more I've shared more personal graphic information with you than I've written. So I can't say <laughs> <That's case. true>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm changed.
1: Okay, so faced. tell me what's your most favorite sex scene that you've written the shower
2: scene the fucking shower scene With like that just was
1: my time. for me yeah
2: yeah, yeah so really it was hard. just really it was just really easy to write I could feel like okay especially right at the beginning when um when Diana and Felix are like making out and she like grabs his collar and twists it that was the idea that first came to my head like I could just feel her control and her strength and the, the way that Felix was so willing to take anything she gave him. And I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm all for a powerful woman or even a bit of light power play. I think that power discrepancies, if done right, can really make a sex scene interesting. Um, and you don't often see a woman in charge or in a dominant role unless you're reading femdom, uh, which is great, but I don't know. I just, I liked the fact that she was in the position of power. She was the one with experience. She was the one who was taking the lead. And that she was bold about it. And that even though they, you know, had this sort of relationship of equals where, you know, she's feeding off him, he's feeding off her. They're kind of figuring shit out together. They could still play around with power. You know what I mean? That yeah. fuck doesn't like a, an orgasm. Yeah, it was a lot.
1: There's no denying.
0: <laughs> I fucking, I loved the like build up to them having sex as well, yeah. because like when, the way that you described it, how they both sort of, discover that they're attracted to each other and then they tease each other for a wee mm-hmm. while. I really liked that. I thought that was fun.
1: I'm so glad. I thought that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I love a good bit of sexual tension. It was tension. I, it was I was needed hot. To build. The whole I like thing silver. was just hot. Everything was Like, I'm just not a
2: fan of insta-love. So, for me, everything is slow burn. Like, I don't think there's anything quite as satisfying as a a slow burn. That's why your favorite
1: book has sex in the second last scene.
2: I will read anything that Marianna Zapata puts out. And I will, like, pull that whole femdom shit and kiss her boots while I read it. Because, honestly, this woman is a goddess. Like, I don't know how she does it, but some of her books, like, Culty, like, The Luna and the Lie, like from Luca with love, they're just, they're such wonderful descriptions of relationships that by the time the characters actually have sex, you don't even care whether or not they're going to have sex because they're so, they're, their friendships are so beautiful. And it's just, it's it's heartwarming. It's nice. It's the kind of thing that you read it and you're just like, oh my God, why is my life not like this? Everything is horrible. I need to just read more now.
1: Reality. such off. a raging whore. I would be sweet with sex in the first chapter.
2: cool you know good for you and that's totally you know whatever you want but I mean I don't know I just find that maybe what's the word like fuck wait give me a second I gotta I gotta corral my thoughts here um there's something to be said for slow burn and discovering a relationship between two people or delivering discovering a relationship alongside two characters and getting to know them before you have sex because I think that when it comes to sex, whether if it's in fiction or in real life, one of the things that makes it great is a very strong element of trust and it's pretty hard to have trust with a stranger. Like, you can hopefully trust that, you know, you're not, they're not going to kill you or string you up from the ceiling or um, (laughs) anything like that if you bring home a stranger, but, or you can, you know, hopefully trust that maybe they'll get you off, but you can't be certain unless you know
1: them. <laughs> Low expectations. Please don't kill me yeah, and try and find my clip. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean like Ola, you know better than anyone that I have had some strange experiences in this category. No, we won't I don't talk about I'm it. We won't bring that up.
1: This
2: is it's not, it's not something it's not something that we can bring up. It's too um, it's too what's the word? it's too discerning a story like if I tell that story everyone that listens to this will be like oh I know exactly who that is so
1: there's no way that you wouldn't there's only one of those kind of people around I'm gonna move on from that so (coughs) tell us do you have any advice for aspiring female authors
2: (coughs) sorry give me one second (coughs) no
1: that's okay oh this poor thing
2: sorry I just like choked on my water that's okay um
1: do you Time. have, I'll start again, because I don't think we need you dying on the podcast.
2: Um. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's, it's not that kind of podcast, unfortunately.
1: Do you have any advice for aspiring female authors? Watch and learn. Um,
2: being an author is about a lot more than just writing. And when it comes to editing and publishing and marketing and all that jazz, I feel like I've learned the most through carefully watching what other authors do. Like a lot of people will skip past the title page of a book, but it's because I always look at the info there that I discovered softwares like Atticus and Vellum, which help you format your books. Um, It's from really great authors sharing their experiences on TikTok and Twitter that I learned the basics of how to start building an audience. And it's from you, Ola, that um, I learned the importance of coherent, pretty social media pages. So I think that anyone can write a book if they are passionate about it anyone can write a good story it's about what you do afterwards that
1: matters yeah well your social media looks amazing and it is all thanks to you i know stop (laughs) that
2: god my social media was a goddamn mess like it was pretty bad betty Betty George, I know that you guys didn't see it, but it was horrible. I had like memes and quotes that had really bad filters on them that washed them out. They were all different colors, and it was like just hey, like this is a funny writer thing, but it was it was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. I'm ashamed oh, of myself.
1: No, <laughs> no it's important. It'd be, I was saying this to Honey. It's just so hard already to come into that like indie author kind of circle to get any traction. Mm. So every single part of the process has to be perfect. There's no part that that can be like mediocre. You have to be, there's got to be something different to you. So everything has to be amazing because it is really fucking hard to become an author in that indie circle. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to love you and leave you. Shit, and here I
2: was thinking that I could trust you to find my G spot at least.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, I love you, honey. You're so funny. All right, guys, next week we are reading Pen Pal, the the most exciting JT. Guessing is it Gessinger or Jessinger? I always say Gessinger, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Gessinger. So, Pen Pal by JT Gessinger. Thank you so much for joining us, Miss Andrews. Thank you so much for having me. And it's hope been so, us, so much fun. I hope we have you on the podcast again soon. And Fingers crossed. Bye, everyone.
2: Bye. Bye. bye.